0: what's going on everybody thanks for tuning in to this week's productive agent podcast my name is tony ruiz and i'm the founder and host of the productive agent podcast and facebook group and today i'm joined by my good friend and co-host of the productive agent mr shane And what's going on man not much how are you good it feels a little weird because i you know i've taken a couple weeks off been on vacation got busy (laughs) um and uh so yeah, it feels good to be back in the yeah, saddle. Let's I'm see if we're nervous. rusty. Well, yeah, I am, I am too. Little. I'm like, hey, let's not mess this up. But I think I got the intro pretty good. So yeah, I was good. like, all right, we're, we're good. We're, we're halfway off, there. We're off and running, you know? So um, so yeah, man, uh, what's been going on with you? So last week, um, I was in Port Aransas with family. It was a lot of fun. We go there the week after Father's Day and uh, had a blast. You know, all the kids were running around. Um. But I separated myself from work, took a little time off, I was feeling a little burnt out, um, but I am feeling better now. And, you know, taking a break is pretty important every now and then and just kind of recouping and going back with more energy.
1: Yeah, so. it's like uh, what's that book? The One Thing, you know, yeah. if you put vacation on your calendar, then be on vacation. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, uh, for sure. Then come back strong. And then you're going on
0: vacation I yeah. next week? Yeah.
1: Where are you going? I'm going to Iowa to play golf with my brother, brother-in-law, and my nephews. And um, it's pretty much golf from sunup to sundown. It's the craziest thing. that It's like, well, one of the courses, my favorite course, is, is we get there at 7 in the morning, and there's not a soul on the course. It's crazy. And it's a nice 18-hole. It's in great shape. It's And every year, I, I'm like, where's everybody at? But it, yeah.
0: every year, it's the same thing. I guess everybody's working while... We're on I, vacation. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Now, you, you have this uh, funny goal that you have as you prepare to go on that trip. Are, are you on track to hitting your goal? <laughs> we're not supposed uh, to talk about that. Oh, we're not? No, no. Uh, they they uh, don't
1: know uh, about it? Are you talking about, like, my physical goals? Yeah, oh, your, yeah. yeah your physical goal. Well, um, yeah, my nephews obviously are younger than me, and so <laughs> some of them most of them are in pretty good shape and so (laughs) I like to get in good shape when I go back so yeah I set a goal to to bench press a certain amount and squat a certain amount and uh yeah I've I've hit both those goals all right uh I I, last year I know I was trying to get everybody to do the Tokyo Olympics to see like who could run a mile the fastest or a 40 the fastest and bench press the most or bench press your weight the most But nobody there was no interest
0: well, you did, I, I also saw something recently, and uh, I it's a, with a different group of guys. Don't you have like some man Olympic? Oh thing yeah, or the
1: something? man. Uh, what is it? Who to man? Who to man? Who to man? With well, Jeff well, Jeff Romo, he, he heads that up. Who's a good buddy of mine. And then there's a whole about twenty of us, I guess. <laughs> and of course, the trophy's on my desk, so we probably need to do that again, so I can win it again. Yeah, how often do y'all do that? We were doing it. I think like I, I don't know. I, I was going to say annually, but probably not even. Yeah. But yeah, we need to get. It's just like pool. Uh, what do you call it? The beanbag thing, yeah. uh, cornhole, yeah, yeah. ping pong, uh, golf, <laughs> and I think the most points are for golf. And you know, okay. I, I, I would venture to say I'm the best golfer there. So,
0: huh? Okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, pretty cocky, but <laughs> yeah. well, I'm, they're not golfers. I don't know. <laughs> well, cool, man. Um, so I think we we wrapped up our. I know last time we were on about a month ago, we wrapped up our six week or whatever uh-huh. um, accountability group. We talked a little bit about that. I think we took like a week or two off, and then some people showed interest in getting back together. So uh, we met up yesterday, and it was pretty fiery. Yeah, um, it was. It was cool. That it was, but it was in a good way. Uh-huh. So tell us a little bit about how all that went down from your perspective. Yeah. So it was over two weeks ago yesterday, and
1: um, yeah, you. I think you. You were kind of the ramrod, saying like, "Let's let's continue on," and then Bertha, of course, wanted to, and then you know. I've, A lot of people wanted to. Yeah. And so we put it together. And then uh, I just happened to have had lunch with a guy named Andrew. And uh, he was telling me what he was doing, his goals and everything. I was like, dang, dude, that's right up my alley. (laughs) And so um, I invited him just to come. And I said, you might want you to share with a group. And he's very aggressively calling people. And so I knew that. And I know like some people in the group are like reluctant callers, you know. And so uh, when he said like, I'm just calling everybody. Calling everybody, yeah, I knew that would spark some some discussion, and it did. And um, yeah, I really I really liked the uh, the interaction that it that that went on after that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, it was definitely an a, a little bit more of an aggressive approach because uh-huh. most of us come from this either a we're afraid to contact period, and we don't, or if we do contact, it's more about building the relationship mm-hmm. and not really mentioning business um and then he was like on the extreme other end Uh of just like i just jumped straight into asking them who they know Uh to buy herself yeah and it's like hey that's one way to do it and like you said it was it's a numbers game yeah all right the more people you do and of course it's like if he's trying to contact 50 people a day he's got to be quick about it you know you can't carry on these long conversations Mm -hmm. so i think there's you know, you got to pick what works for you. Yeah. and I mean, you would be a little bit different than me. Sure. But as long as it's the same message and we're taking similar actions, yeah. then I think it's going to pay off. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, I think fifty calls, but I think he only probably I don't know. What he his said he did. Are. He ended up doing like twenty, twenty-five. Sure, because right. uh, you know you have conversation, and that's better in your your mind and mine. Right. Um. But you know, if you if you make a thousand calls versus 10, you're just, you're going to do more business. That's all there is to it. And so right. it, you know, I said, exaggerating and everybody gets all worked up. Like if you just call and said, do you want to buy or sell a house and hung up after each, after they say, no, <laughs> you hang up, move to the next one, but you do a thousand, you're probably still going to get more business than if you have a nice caring conversation. Yeah. But you want to be in the middle, obviously. I mean, sure. you know, so yeah. yeah, I really, I, yeah, I really liked it. And I still now I, I, you know, I was asking like you were on one side and, yeah. and physically and, you know, <laughs> you know, both yeah. um, like, why, why is it? Why, why are why do we have call reluctance? I don't know. Fear rejection. I mean, I do know. Yeah. Um, but, or, the, you know, we're not prepared for a call. You know, we, we're not organized with who to call. There's a lot of reasons. But
0: I think if you have a reason and a purpose to call, and if you go back, I have to look up the the podcast number it is. But we did that whole, like, 10 to 12 reasons to call your sphere, right? Mm. And, um, like, you have a reason. And uh, going back to the birthday campaign, I know we always talk about that. But it's like, hey, if I have 150 people in my database, I should know all of their birthdays. Yeah. And guess what? If you start filling it in, you go, oh, damn, I, I don't. Like, yeah. I only have like 25 birthdays, right? So I should probably call them in and just say, hey, man, starting a birthday campaign. You know, what's your birthday? You know, from there, you'll get their birthday and you can get their address because I want to send you a little something. You know, I care about mm-hmm. you. And she's like, boom, it's that easy. So there's a reason to call. It's not just like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> cool. How can yeah. I help you? Yeah. <laughs> There's a plan sure. of like, Hey, okay, I'm going to call for this uh-huh. or I'm going to call for that uh-huh. or something that came up. Like for instance, my friend Cedric that was on a couple of weeks ago, he posted about a property in almost Park, And it made me think of a client that wants to be in almost Park. So it's like, okay, I'm going to ask him about that information. And then I'm going to call her, you know, and say like, Hey, this is coming up, you know? So, Having reasons to call, mm-hmm. I think, is uh, definitely helps get over that sure. reluctancy of and,
1: calling. in the class yesterday, um, we talked about role playing, which is yeah. crazy to think, like s- scary, right? And, and of course, you volunteer me right away, and I'm, you know, I'll do it. But it, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I, I think that role playing is super valuable. I think if you have a uh, partner like he does and you practice every day, and one of you says like, hey, today, let's do birthday campaign calls, or let's do whatever the call is. Hey, today, let's call 10 people and say this. And then you say like, okay, how's that going to go? You map it out, you say it, then you practice it, then you ring, ring, hello, and you actually do a role play. I think you'll get better and better and better, and you'll have more confidence. And so, of course, you know, somebody's going to answer say like, what? What are you talking? (laughs) I mean, you're going to be thrown off and you're going to get that's the fear. Like, oh, my God, what if they say this
0: or what if they say that? What am I going to say? Yeah. You're going to say something. It's going to be fine. Just do yeah. it. Well, I also like, um, you know, Ninja Selling talks a lot about this. Is it not necessarily having the things to say and, like, how to respond to that? It's being a better listener yeah, and then asking a question. For sure. So it's like, what the hell am I going to ask them? Yeah. You're going to ask them about whatever they just said. Yeah. However, yeah. they responded or what they talked yeah. how about. How does that look to you? Yeah. Uh,
1: if you yeah. had a magic wand, how do how would you make that? Ha- you know, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So it, you know, you know. Oh, she had a birthday. Oh, wow. Oh my god. Oh, she's pregnant or whatever. You yeah. know, and then that leads to the next question or the next yeah. question, and uh, you, you do get better at it yeah. as you do. You know, yeah. just like you practice your golf swing and you get better <laughs> at it. You know, you take some lessons, you get better at it. Yeah. The more reps you put in, you get better at mm. it, and you're gonna mess up, yeah. and that's okay. Yeah. You can just move on. Yeah. So there's a reason why you're standing there with your golf coach
1: and you're hitting him and you're so good yeah. while he's standing there saying, like OK, that was good. Now do this. Yeah. And, and you get better and better. If you did that with calling, you'd
0: it, you'd get better and better and better. It's the same thing. Yeah, sure. So you uh, you kept on bringing this up. There's a couple things that you would like start off our. uh our accountability groups with With like different questions mm-hmm. And one of the questions was Does energy matter? Mm. Um, and it's, it's funny Because we kind of go back and forth yeah. And we have a different yeah. energy <laughs> You know And I think we match each other pretty well mm-hmm. And it's like Dude this is my high energy yeah. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know But your high energy is like On a whole other uh, level yeah. um, So talk to me about What does that mean? Does does energy matter? And what is mm-hmm. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah When I asked that It was weird Like the whole room was like Well Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it does. And everybody agreed that it does. Yeah. And so I, um, I compared it to, you know, like when you're listening to audible books. Yeah. Um, and it, for me, it really, really matters about the narrator, right. And how much energy they have or intensity, you know, yeah. cause I like Jocko and he's very intense. Um, and that, that to me, and I know about him, I know his credentials and I know what he's gone through and I know his leadership, you know, I know all that. So when he's speaking, I'm like, oh, I just admire him. So that matters to me. All that stuff matters. But yeah, so we, we me and you are comparing, uh, your boy, uh, yeah.
0: so, so Ron, Ron. I, I've been listening to Andy for selling. And I still oh. love his message. Yeah. Right. And, uh, he gets me fired up and, but, uh, sometimes he gets a sometimes he gets a little down a little angry and like really? n- not necessarily down yeah. but just like frustrated yeah. and It's like sometimes you could equate it to like a little negativity yeah right And I was like um, when I first started listening to some motivation things to start from the morning so I get home from the gym I cool off, I read the chapter of the Bible, do my little downtime and then I get in the shower and while I'm in the shower, I like to listen to something um, that kind of lifts me up. Uh, sometimes it's music, but most of the time it's a podcast or YouTube thing. Motivation kind of put some good thoughts in your head while I'm getting ready. Um, so I used to just pull stuff up on YouTube before I got into the podcast stuff. And it was mostly like Jim Rohn. I would come across his stuff and, you know, type in motivation is all kinds of stuff on YouTube. And I just really liked his message and I just really liked how he said it. And then I would send it to you and I was like, yeah, oh, that's great. And you're like, but I don't like his energy. His energy is low. And it's like, what are you talking about? Like, I I love it. And then, uh, of course, right now, as we're preparing, you played that little Zig Ziglar clip. And I mean, he is a different speaker, different level. Both great, right? Going to a conference here at the JW in a couple of weeks, and they're going to have amazing speakers, but they all have different personalities, right? And it's like, you know, some people connect with different personalities, Mm -hmm. but they're all great in their own way. Yeah, But yeah.
1: So you wonder, like, do low-energy people not connect with high-energy people? Probably.
0: Yeah. I, th- I, on some level. Yeah. But. I, I don't get that. <laughs> I, well, <laughs> coming from a high-energy person, yeah. yeah. But I'll tell you what, I mean, like, if you go to, like, a restaurant, all right, and you have a server come up to you, and they're low-energy, like, in any kind of way, it's like, bro, like, yeah. step it yeah, up. yeah, yeah. You know? It's like when I'm doing my classes,
1: well, groups, I when you you notice I'm sitting now yeah and my energy's a lot lower okay. when I'm sitting you know and so that makes you think like when you're making calls should be standing or sitting you probably should be standing yeah right and pacing and you know I think
0: it's I think it's more it's more about the energy um and like the confidence level so like whenever I taught band I would never teach in, in front of the class sitting down yeah but there was band directors that would sit down on the podium and teach and do things and i just couldn't like i had to stand up i had to move around i had to do things um and even now like i put it on speaker when i'm in a room making call you know you have to have some kind of life to your voice and your projection and all that so yeah
1: i like to stand and i like my energy but i don't i think also it puts too much focus on me when it should be a group so that's why i'm sitting down in the group now but uh yeah
0: i mean it it, it's hard for me to have the same energy when i'm sitting well who else talks about it somebody talks about it maybe it's tony robbins about matching Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. i mean i I can think of like i have like three closings going on this week and they're all very different personalities all right and it's like i'm not gonna speak to this client the same way that i'm gonna speak to this client Mm -hmm. you know so i think it's important matching and it's funny I think it is Tony Robbins that talks about, yeah, it, like, it even bo- yeah. bo- matching yeah, body yeah, language. And it's funny. I catch myself every now and then, like, matching your, you know, like, I was like, oh, I'm, like, sitting like him without yeah. even thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, You know, but, um, yeah, I think it's important to match the energy.
1: That's a good goal. And then he, he says, like, if somebody touches you like that, you know, you might, if you touch them back, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I like that guy. <laughs> you know I mean? <laughs> yeah. stuff
0: Small things like that. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's all true. For sure. So, and that kind of goes back to, uh, like, Listening to things and reading things, and I know Jim Rohn's big on that. Just like taking in more information and learning. Uh, what does he say? Uh, le- leaders are readers, and that type of thing. And um, learning from pretty much all the books that you told me to start reading. Yeah. You know, so
1: you know, you wonder like, what was the the order of progression? Like, was Zig first? Jim Rohn probably learned from Zig. Like uh, yeah. Tony learned from Jim Rohn, right? All, all those and, and you know all the all the authors that you have there. They probably all have read each other's books and learned from each other. Uh, you see the slide edge there. And um, you said it just earlier. One of the main things of the slide edge is it's easier not to do things. I mean, totally. it's, it's so easy not to do anything. Yeah. But it's, it's easy to do. Making 10 calls a day is easy to do. You just find reasons not to because it's easier not to.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, cool, man. It's a short one. Are we wrapping up. We might be, is it, is it this one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not recording it there, but it's, it's a uh, birds chirping yeah, in the background, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah. Um, that's our episode guys. Pretty short, pretty simple. We just wanted to get back in the saddle, give you a few things to think about. Um, if you enjoyed the show, I'd, uh, encourage you to share it. All right. See this is where I'm a little rusty. I've, I haven't practiced this one. Um, and you know, share it, subscribe, uh you could check us out on YouTube, uh join our private Facebook group The Productive Agents, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Uh all the links are going to be in the show notes and we thank you for joining us today. Now let's get out there and go produce.